the, the study started from a professional problem in teacher education where I was going out to observe, in my, as part of my work, I was going out to observe teachers in adult literacy classes. Um, and I noticed particularly that the learners in these classes were changing, of course they're changing all the time, but they were changing particularly, it, it, it's, it's, it's what we call super diversity, um, which is a term uh, devised by Vertovich. And uh, it means that it's not that classes aren't just diverse, but they're hugely diverse, and there's di diversity within the diversity. So even the diverse groups, um, there's little connection between them. They're very different. They're scattered. They um, they're from different socio-economic groups. They've got different status in the country. They're smaller groups and less um, cohesive. And one might expect to find groups like these in ESOL classes, but we also find them in literacy classes. And I was wondering whether we were equipping our teachers well enough to work with um, such a diverse group of learners. Um, and so I was very interested in, the, in what the teachers believed and the practices that they engaged in in order to teach and how well we were supporting them to teach these groups of learners. So my study focused on um, a small number of adult literacy teachers who'd been trained and were experienced and I wanted to know what, what they thought and how they acted um, in, in their teaching. I think in general um, there was, there was um, quite a lot of agreement amongst the teachers, although uh, they were very different, very sort of varied group of teachers I talked to. Um, firstly, they, they, um, a lot of them had similar motivations which were largely altruistic. They wanted to help people, um, sometimes on very personal terms, sometimes in more political terms. Um, they uh, believed that could be done by providing lessons that were learner-centred, um, sort of from a humanistic, um, pedagogical, um, uh, theoretical point, um, ho holistic, collaborative. They, they believed in all of those things, um, but they were working in a system that didn't really allow them to do that. So they were working in a system that was very focused on exams. In one of the colleges, um, that I, I was looking at, they had six, the learners had six exams in one year. So they were, the teachers were constantly preparing learners for exams, which doesn't really encourage them to be independent or um, learner-centred sessions, because when it comes to exams, learners have very little experience of exams so they look to the teachers who have experience and can show them how to pass exams so that all the learner expertise was not really valid in those circumstances so the lessons became very teacher-centered um, and the teachers were the ones who were holders of the knowledge and who were able to um, who, who the learners expected to be able to get them through the exams and, and of course um, that was the aim. 
not all the learners wanted to do exams, some of them did. Um, but it, 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 it um, made the focus of the lessons very different and the teachers didn't feel, <coughs> excuse me, the teachers didn't really feel able to bring their philosophy of learner-centeredness into such a um, situation. So, um, yes, a lot of what they'd learnt on their PGCs, they talked about, um, they talked about wanting to provide learner-centred education, wanting to provide a, a sort of humanistic um, pedagogy which involved the teacher being a facilitator rather than um, the, the holder of knowledge. But um, this just didn't work in the context they were working in. So there was a, a lack of cohesion really between their beliefs and their practices. Okay, well it was a qualitative um, interpretative study with a flexible design. Um, I, I chose a non-probability sample of 12 adult literacy teachers. They were all, um, they'd been recommended to me by their managers as teachers who were skilled and confident and um, were willing to talk to me. And um, so I set up uh, quite an in-depth interview with each of those teachers. Uh, they worked in two colleges in London, in inner London, and um, I had an interview with them and then I went and observed them teaching and they taught a variety of, of uh, groups uh, from beginner learners, entry one, through to uh, GCSE level. So the whole variety of literacy. Um, so I, I observed them teaching and then straight after, or as near straight after as possible, I talked to them again with a focus on discussing with them what had gone on in the session and their, um, their reflections really on, on what had taken place in the session. So there were two interviews and one observation of each of the teachers. First of all, as I've mentioned, there was um, a lack of cohesion between the teachers' beliefs and their practices. So they believed, all the teachers believed strongly in social justice and equality and a learner-centred pedagogy, but um, that the circumstances in which they were working just didn't really allow them to work that way. So um, there's something called exam washback, which is, ha is when the exams affect the way that, that what goes on in the classroom. And I, I saw this all through in all the classes I observed and the way the teachers taught, that the focus on exams completely affected how they were able to operate in the classroom. And it meant that they didn't feel that they could put into practice the pedagogy that they believed in. They just felt strongly that they had to work towards getting learners through their exams partly because they were committed to the learners and they wanted the learners to achieve and partly because their own jobs depended on getting good exam results. They were often, the teachers were often part-time, hourly paid and if they didn't achieve good results they were worried about their own jobs. So that was one thing. Um, I, was, I was specifically focused on teaching reading 
and um, I noticed that again because of the exams the teachers were very focused on um, developing learners skills rather than drawing on their practices uh, and certainly in their ITE in their initial teacher education we we on our course and I'm sure on other courses too talk a lot about both skills and practices um, and because the exam syllabuses lay down particular sub-skills that have to be covered and, and are assessed that was what these teachers were concentrating on often to the detriment of just reading things and understanding them so often the teachers would focus on the sub-skills of reading without really sitting down to look at holistic meaning of a text. Um, there was also, in spite of the diversity of the learners um, and the many, many different languages that were first languages in almost all the classrooms, um, there was very little focus on language and language development in the classes I saw. And some of the teachers explained that because they said it's a literacy class, we're not focusing on language, we're focusing on literacy, despite the fact that maybe 90 or 100% of their learners were multilingual, and English wasn't their first language. Some of the other teachers explained it by saying, well, I'm not very confident in teaching language because I'm a literacy teacher. So that was, that was clearly an issue. Um, uh, another, another thing that, that came out of the research was um, the influence of their initial teacher education, which as an educator, teacher educator, I was particularly conscious of. So um, all of the teachers valued their initial training. They all felt it had been useful and had taught them a lot, but often they felt it didn't have much relevance for the context that they found themselves in, again being completely uh, driven by exams that they, they felt it hadn't really prepared them for that. It had given them lots of good theory and they all felt that theory had been useful but when we tried to talk about theory not many of them could actually remember much of the theory or felt it was relevant to them or felt that they could be making their own theory through reflective practice. And the last thing which, which came out very strongly, even though it hadn't initially been part of my uh, research questions, was about the challenges facing uh, teachers working in further education today, teaching literacy. So teachers felt deprofessionalised, insecure, terribly overworked, very burdened by the amount of administration they had to do, even when they were part-time. There were some general conclusions that, that I came to and some that were very specific to teacher education and some that were very even more specific to teaching literacy and teaching reading. Um, and I was particularly thinking about how we could change our practice as, as running an ITE course um, in really how we could support teachers who were in this very difficult position and whether the training that we were provided, providing was relevant for when they go out into the world of work. So 
um, one of the things that I felt I felt that we 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 tried to do all these things already, but that obviously in some cases we weren't really being effective enough. So one of the things was more training for teachers in how to deal with diversity in the classroom, um, linguistic diversity, um, um, sort of uh, neuro neurodiversity, um, and and all sorts of other types of differences between learners. Particu particularly, we felt in terms of language, um, on the on the course, all courses are different, but on our course we have ESOL input and literacy input, and we felt that this was um, too sort of black and white really, in that um, that in ESOL classes you get lots of learners who need literacy support, and in literacy classes you get lots of learners who need language support. So one shouldn't think so much in terms of ESOL classes and literacy classes, but that we should think about the learners and what they need. And most learners in Inner London certainly need both language and literacy support. So we need to help the teachers think about um, teaching more holistically in terms of language and literacy and not separating them out. We, we need to continue to teach what we think is good practice on an ITE course, but we've also got to think of the real-life situations and contexts of the teachers so that um, we're training them to be able to think about how they can transfer their good practice into the teaching context. They don't have to leave it all behind in order to help learners get through exams. So we need to think about how teachers can support learners to pass exams whilst still maintaining a learner-centred classroom. We need to think more about how we present theory and, and encourage the trainees to think about how they can create their own theory through reflective practice and um, critiquing uh, what they read and what they see and what they do. And um, so although we, we do a lot on reflective practice and critical theory, we, we could do more of it or make it more relevant to our trainees. Um, and encourage learners, encourage our trainees to see the relevance of a social practice approach to teaching literacy um, so that they're not just teaching skills but they're teaching skills within a social practice um, sort of paradigm and that they're able to draw on learners' own experiences, learners' own lives, learners' um, everyday uses of literacy while still trying to help them develop their skills. The difference between teaching and testing, which it seems like a lot of teachers find it difficult to tell the difference between that um, what I observed about teaching reading was often testing reading rather than helping the learners develop strategies to understand the texts independently. So that um, I think again on the on a IT course, we could help them to distinguish and um, and to see where they're testing, where they are actually teaching learners to do it for themselves, 
Um, so a lot more formative assessment, a lot less summative assessment. Um, so I think those were the main lessons that I took away for our course and hopefully to disseminate amongst other um, initial teacher education trainers. <laughs>